Alpha Omega London, maker of shoes, creators of waves in the fashion industry, introduces Fashion Vanguard's podcast. We aim to open minds, share knowledge, listen to opinions, and start conversations. Our podcast series unravels fashion's many guises and tackles head-on the current issues that matter, getting honest views from the mouths that matter. In this series, we'll be exploring how blockchain can impact the world of fashion by aiding transparency and supply chain, amongst other things. Blockchain technology is the new thing. Everyone is talking about it. Let's try and understand. What is blockchain technology? What is the function of this new technology and how is it being applied? We'll also discuss the merits and whether or not it could help fashion in this episode. In an effort to better understand and make others aware of tech innovations in fashion, we have some panelists with us today. They are Nazina, Gurdeep, Daniel, Raid, and myself, Ashwini. Okay, okay. So, what is blockchains, Raid? I guess, um, uh, in the <laughs> simplest way possible, I guess I could say, you know, whenever you look at your bank statement, you see transactions going in and out, and hopefully more in than out. Um, and uh, and all that is is a record of those transactions, a ledger. So what blockchain does um, is it takes that ledger and it distributes it across a bunch of different computers. And those computers do a really hard maths problem, and they use that to make it very secure. That's all. That's all that really happens. And often what happens is the person who's governing um, the rules around how they're managing. Those trans- how those transactions are secured, um, with what level of security, uh, how often it is that they're secured. Um, it can be a, a sort of a democratic system. So a lot of different computers can make a decision, put together and create a majority decision uh, as to how it's governed. That's, that's extremely brief, an extremely brief version. But the most important mm-hmm. bit is that yeah. bit, which is the first bit, which is just a secure ledger of transactions with um, distributed security if you like could you give some sort of like tech um jargon in in terms of describing who those particular modulators are or what do you call those people who regulate moderators moderators (laughs) so so governance um for blockchains uh, has traditionally been decentralized that is to say that there's a sort of if you like a constitution um, mm-hmm. And then uh, you have it that's sort, sort of set in stone and only if 51% or more, so it's, we're going to cover this in the next episode, um, uh, of late the view has been maybe we shouldn't have this sort of democratic method. Instead, there should be a central administrator um, and then and they control the rules surrounding how those transactions are verified, how they're secured. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. But doesn't that sort of beat the purpose? If it's decentralizing, you're re-centralizing almost? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's probably, oh, that's, that's one of my point. biggest bugbears with <laughs> um, blockchain technology. You hit, hit the mark right there. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big issue, but um, you get a lot, I'm not going to sound very uh, aggravated, but there are a lot of C-suite level lemmings um, who, <laughs> who don't realize this. Um, and they, uh, yeah, they just go along with it. They don't want to relinquish control, but they, you, you've got to realize that unless you relinquish control, you're not re- you're defeating the point. And, and by the way, the, the good thing about relinquishing control is that you remove a central point of weakness. And that is to say a central point that can be hacked, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So um, when you distribute it, then it's much harder for someone to hack you. It's possible, but it's it's much harder. Also, so when you say decentralized and you say um, 
so different people are sort of storing the information. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Everyone from what is. I understand, like you obviously somewhere you need disk space for that mm. information. Like yeah. where that's, does that's an issue? I mean, why yeah. would I voluntarily offer like free disk space on my home PC? Like, is that that's how, that's what? that's one of the the issues. That's a big issue. That's yeah. a big, and it's a hell, it's an environmental issue as well because yeah. you're using up a lot of space, you're using mm-hmm. up a lot of electricity. Um, so Bitcoin had a, a neat way of solving that issue, of incentivizing people to undergo that storage process. Uh, to undergo because then they're running process. it and they might actually get They're running it and they get a reward they, uh-huh. or they get a chance of getting a reward. Are they yeah. called miners? Mm-hmm. Miners, that's the one. That's so, yeah. So, wait, so, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah, so miners are those that are the module... moderators. Moderators, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, they are. Um, but of course, yeah. with Bitcoin, for example, just the, there are so many mm. that um, they can't really make many changes it's it's pretty right. stuck in it's set yeah. in stone the rules mm-hmm. this being said because there are some problems with if you like bitcoin's constitution there was this move not that long ago to create something called bitcoin cash which if i use the verb fork do you understand what i mean yeah yes yeah, yeah. there was there's sort of a fork um that uh, so, so they created a sort of bitcoin 2.0 so so the moderators have power to the to, to an extent yeah but if it's set in stone there's not really that power Got to, to do anything um so sometimes you have to take drastic action and create something new uh-huh. so what does that mean for something that's not bitcoin so well i mean it, it depends i mean it depends on say in, in the fashion context what um asos to use a really comp, you know popular example or whoever um, would want from their from their blockchain. They they might want to have that centralized control. I suspect they would because they're a big company and they mm-hmm. tend to like yeah. to have lots of control. Yeah. And you can't really blame them. Um, that's then they'll have full control and hopefully they wouldn't be hacked. Daniel, do you have any thoughts? Additional thoughts um, or, or ways of of providing much more understanding to I think, what blockchain I think Rahid has done a pretty good job of um, <laughs> um, uh, from from where, from where I sit I think blockchain is um, it's that it's that thing that's trying to discover who it's who it is you know it doesn't quite know where it could be used exactly um, Bitcoin is the popularized version of how blockchain can be used um, and uh, last year I wrote an article about how cryptocurrency could sell, could, uh, there's, there was this thing going around about how cryptocurrency could solve um, development yes. issues. Yeah. Um, I don't think it can. Um, I wrote that in the article, but I said it would be a good step to understanding how we can look right. at these issues. So I think like that blockchain has like its, its uses and you just, like Gerdip said, you have to, you have to try because yeah. if you don't try, you don't know. You know, Um, and if you fail, then you'll learn something about that from that failure that will help you proceed. So from where I sit, I think blockchain is useful for a lot of things. Um, I think sustainability has a lot to learn from blockchain. Um, And I think if blockchain is to do well in the fashion world and the sustainability world, it's to be adopted by the few and distributed amongst the many. Where are some places that blockchain's already been applied successfully that where it's already had a significant impact if there is anything? Is it like finance? I think I think um banking is definitely Yeah, bank banking's the... big on it. There's a lot of big uh banks that have created their own little versions of blockchain testing them out. Uh you know, the most obvious thing that they've done is they made a little consortium and they um 
thought about maybe using blockchain for interbank transfers. Um, and mm -hmm. that's a cheap and easy way of doing it potentially. Um, and uh, yeah, that's probably the biggest one of the corporate versions. Obviously, the, the one everyone's heard of is Bitcoin. You know, mm -hmm. that's so mm -hmm. using it for, you know, transferring money is, is a big one. Mm -hmm. um, then there are some more niche ones which you hear about a little bit, like uh, ChromaWay is a company I admire. They do, do, they land, do? land registration. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a nice little boring topic. So titled, yeah. titled. <laughs> titled registration, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. So Sweden, uh, so to the Swedish land registry has, is doing a trial with them. There's a government in India, state government, I believe, possibly Hyderabad, I'm not sure. Um, Hyderabad's and, a city, but yeah. No, no, the Hyderabad's state. the the whole, you know what I mean. Uh, no, I don't. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a terrible Indian. Um, what what state is Hyderabad in? Um, well, right now it's in Telangana, I think. I mean, Andhra Pradesh got split into two. I think it's in Telangana now. So. Okay, there you go. So see, I, it's I, knew, a brand I knew it was state, uncertain. So I'm assuming it's, yeah, I knew that, that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think it's them, but I could be completely wrong. So maybe uh -huh. edit this out. Um, but yeah, um, there there is there is a state in India that's undergoing a trial. Um, so. Uh, there, there's a yeah there's there's movement in that in in that respect as well um i don't know too much about fashion the fashion industry i haven't heard too much from them I, yeah no we've I got think, we've got some examples yeah, we've got we've got no. martin jaglard and mm -hmm. and oh, their yeah. con their um I guess partnership with uh, Providence. Providence, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they were at I think Copenhagen. Copenhagen that's last right. year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, supply chains, but yeah. You, you've got. I mean, you've got other examples as well that it could possibly be applied to in terms of industries such as healthcare and um, hedge funds. Voting is a good one. Mm -hmm. A bit of transparency, mm -hmm. but put yeah. a bit of blockchain. You know, a lot of pitfalls to that. Though. Well, <laughs> you know, it would help. You know, the state of the, the voting system at the moment is just is crippled. So, well, that's that's what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> publishing, music publishing as well, mm -hmm. you know, understanding the full rights and, and having full transparency in who owns, you know, um, creative materials, etc. You've got um, car leasing, cloud storage and computing. Um, insurance, we've mentioned real mm. estate. I mean, there are just many, many applications um, that this process, um, this innovative process could could be applied to. Mm. Um, what I do love about your article, Daniel, is that you refer to blockchains almost as a sort of an anarchist. It has this sort of anarchist <laughs> approach, particularly to banking. And it really does because it, it kind of, the, the the control and the power is is drawn to the end user. It's it's given to the end user to make choice mm. for the better. Mm -hmm. um, particularly in retail, I know that Open Bazaar is is quite a good example because what it does is it gets rid of the middleman. As you know, that's that's quite a common feature in blockchain. It gets rid of the inter intermediary, and it connects the supplier with the end user. So that could do away with the Amazons, mm -hmm. where you've obviously got a marketplace, you know, and, and there and the various others as well, where you know obviously, you know the 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 sort of middle intermediary is just is just done away with, um, which could completely revolutionise a lot of industry, you know, sort of processes and business models, etc. So there's huge scope, and obviously, as you were saying, Daniel, it's not. It doesn't just stop with blockchains. I think it's where it begins. Mm. You know, this yeah. is where this whole mm -hmm. process begins. <laughs>
Just a quick reminder, you're listening to the Fashion Vanguard's AO London podcast. Please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on, give us a review, and carry on the protest. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Would you say is the main benefit sort of, of blockchain technology if especially i mean now that i'm a little bit confused that possibly the decentralization of it is not the biggest benefit <laughs> so what what is the biggest benefit of it really what would you say the biggest benefit is it's uh possibly a cheap and fairly reliable way of having a, a record of transactions to give you a nice boring oh, absolutely answer. um okay. The question is, I mean, to, to what extent is it the cheapest and most reliable way of doing it? I mean, f- for years, people have had records of transactions yeah. that are pretty secure. Does this mm-hmm. me- represent anything more than, you know, barely a marginal benefit? Um, so, so I'm being too cynical, I suppose. <laughs> uh, I, mean, um, I think there, 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 is, there is merit to it. Uh, if, if, you can, if you can prove it's a cheap way of doing it, if you can prove it's a reliable way of doing it, um, and maybe a secure way of doing it through decentralization mm-hmm. um, or through a centralized but secure uh, portal. And mm-hmm. by the way, if it's centralized, it's never really secure. Um, <laughs> then, you know, then then it then it could be a beneficial way of doing things in the use cases that Nazina has already outlined. Um, but but it, it might not be if, if it's only a tiny benefit is the way I see it. Yeah. Transparency and traceability, I think, are the key takeaways with blockchains. Um, and I think where it works, particularly with with fashion, um, mm. is is how it kind of solves the complex supply chain issue that fashion, unfortunately, you know, has to deal with. And sometimes you got brands that have no idea what you know, then they have no idea of tracing their supply chain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very complex yeah. supply chain as well. It's, so. Yeah, it's it's yeah. You wouldn't. Mm. You couldn't even imagine how complex a supply chain is. Even like fashion companies or any company has really got no idea how much um, discrepancy yeah. really there is between even two tiers. So yeah. tier in in fashion in in industries and sustainability, they talk about supply chain um, levels as tiers. So tier one would be your contractor. Tier mm. two would be your subcontractor and so on and so forth. Mm. And in the fashion industry, there can be up to 25, 26 tiers. And you think about that, there's, oh you couldn't, you couldn't even imagine, <laughs> you know, you, you, you'd have a, a piece of paper, you'd write down all the people yeah. who would be in your tiers. You, you would run out of paper yeah. because <laughs> it would go on and on and on. And it goes all the way from the end consumer Oh, sorry, the company that produces right, it, yeah. all the way down to the person who farms the cotton or whatever material you're using to yeah. manufacture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it goes up and up and up. And, you know, we forego how um, how complicated it is just because we just, in a way, we don't want to know, you know? Like, yeah. in a way, we yeah. kind of just, mm-hmm. comes back to what we're talking about, technological innovation. We kind of just want it and we want it now. Yeah. And we don't really want to worry about why it's happening yeah 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 and it it makes sense because we want convenience right so um it comes down to i think blockchain and sustainability is how much you want to know yeah and how much you know because they there's there's that common saying um what's it about um the more you the more you look the more you find yes right and it's kind of comes down to that really when you look at blockchain because if you want to 
implement blockchain, you're going to find stuff that you don't want to find. But don't you think it makes it convenient to establish or acquire knowledge? I think that's what it does. I think it does. But I think I think it creates this paradox for why like people want to know and why people don't want to know. There's like different tiers of who wants to know. Right. So, for example, someone who's politically, socially, yeah. environmentally engaged yeah. wants to know. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who wants to just buy clothes doesn't really want to be told and feel guilty about why they're mm-hmm. buying clothes. But I think that's but because it's where it's changing. Yeah. yeah. And don't forget millennials, and I hate using this word, but millennials <laughs> are much more conscious sort of, and yeah, most yeah. aware. Well, so the, the shift, I think, of, of consciousness, yeah. conscious buying behavior is already starting. No, so I, I agree. Think, no, I do, I do agree. I yeah. just, I'm just saying from a, a standpoint that like, Yes, millennials are the most conscious. Yeah. But not every millennial is conscious. It's true. In the sense yeah. that like ignorance there is, is bliss. ignorance is bliss. <laughs> and the fact that like people are very happy to live their lives not knowing anything that doesn't concern them in the sense that, you know and yes, I do agree that millennials are more conscious, but I'm saying that not everyone the, not everyone not is. Everyone. But don't you think that could be a learnt or that don't you think that sort of consciousness could be acquired through I think so. social pressure or through because you know yeah. you know what's going to happen social media I, I hope will support you know the sort of efforts of blockchains and will you know because companies are now saying that they're sustainable and they're not they're not so what blockchains will do is it will reveal mm. all those brands that will that 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 sorry are and can prove that they're sustainable and social media will just back that up in that it will make it, I guess, more pressured for you to 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 remain, you know, accepted mm. or whatever within your yeah. network to want to associate yourself with a brand that can prove yeah. and mm-hmm. track and trace its sustainability. Yeah, you know. So I think, you know, consciousness I can think, be acquired. Yeah, I think it can be, and I think social media and blockchain is going to be um, a great leverage to make companies accountable as well as yeah. individual entities more accountable for their actions. Yeah. Um. I was ju- I. I just have this bit of cynicism just because I've, you know, um, I've seen how um, through reading and experiences how different generations are um, and how like, yes, every generation is different, but there is that part of the generation that holds the people who are more progressive back. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, yeah, we can call ourselves a new generation and we're all good and fancy, but they're we we can only say that if we bring the people who aren't conscious that's and self-aware yeah. forward. Yeah. So yeah. that's where my cynicism lies. Right. And the fact that like every generation has said that they're progressive. Yeah. Right. Um, but there are still the they're people awesome. that hold them back. I, I think yeah. I think um I'd say, you know, if you're a business, you you, you play to the majority. So if the, if if this if information goes out and a lot of people think, oh, this is a very bad thing. Then they'll they'll play to that. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, Vietnam. Uh, I use that example of, you know, you, you put out <laughs> pictures and people say, oh, this isn't such a great idea. You look at apartheid South Africa. There were huge amounts of yeah. campaigns against that. And thank God, eventually, you know, there yeah. was there was a sunrise. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so I think th- things things can things can get better. Um, my main reservation to take it back a, a step is that uh, how do you guarantee that the farmer in uh, who's farming the cotton fields yeah. Yeah. is going to input the right data maybe yeah. he'll be under how pressure how can it really be adopted into fashion right? this is, uh, how can how can you make sure that uh, you know yeah well how can you, how can it be adopted into fashion because you know people will have competing interests and they'll they'll maybe not want to give off for well information as, as well blockchain as, isn't a panacea for that reason as well as also, human error 
Yeah, human error. Error, human error comes into everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm due to get a delivery back on the seventh uh, of June. <laughs> I still haven't gotten it. And what does it say on the DHL tracking? <laughs> it's been delivered. It will be delivered. It still will be delivered. I'm having to sue the company. It's a it's a hell of a thing. Um, and so these these things do go wrong. But but then again, um, if there are di- these discrepancies, if if you know if you, if you can sniff out the BS. And maybe maybe there is yeah. room for maneuver there, and you know if, yeah. if the if the cotton farmer is chatting absolute rubbish, then um, and you can tell that he's being forced maybe to chat absolute rubbish, then then maybe you the consumer can say wait a second this doesn't make any sense you know yeah. um, so, so 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 there might be room there but then yeah. again people are fraudulent all the time and, it's true. and then that cotton yeah. farmer is, is penalised and can't yeah. work ever ever again and then I'll just move to another country and, and start again <laughs> the, 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 the big solution here is, is changing the law like in in, in the you know where I, I, I don't so know too much lecture. I know I, 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 I'm not an expert so I can't, I can't, I'm not allowed to say I'm an expert but, um, yeah I am certainly a law student yeah. but um, um, yeah, yeah. You've got if you change the law in wherever it is that you're farming the cotton, um, then then you can improve things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they can maybe concerted be a concerted international effort in these things, maybe blockchain would bring consumer awareness. I don't know. If there could be a proper concerted effort, then you could have a real uh, change. It's it's like it's like tax evasion, right? You know yeah. how you know if people are going to Luxembourg or or, or you know the Cayman mm-hmm. Islands or whatever, mm-hmm. if you really want to change things, well then you go to the Cayman Islands, you go to Luxembourg, and you say, hey, can we change, change the, the tax law? law? Mm-hmm. Same thing with mm-hmm. cotton fields. Although cotton fields is probably more realistic mm. because you know cotton farmers um, probably you know it, it, it's easier to convince people that cotton farmers are suffering rather than uh, tax evaders. Mm. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's realistic. Mm. Um, so so basically blockchains we are all in agreement it could be adapted into the fashion industry or, or are we more but i feel to... like a lot of brands businesses they don't quite understand what blockchain is they don't they like you're saying there's quite a lot of tears so it's like how would they implement blockchain well what that been... we can talk about that actually that's a really really good question later on in the series but even just as the 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 sort of the the technology as you know in itself stands do you feel as though it could most definitely be adopted into the fashion industry to help improve it i guess based on what we've spoken about in terms of benefits and you know we're not trying to say it's all singing and dancing it's it's kind of like i guess the 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 dawn of a new type of era but i i think so like um we were just talking about how some people don't care so much about where their clothes are being made mm. but I feel like um, brands should put it out there regardless mm. because it does speak a lot about the brand and whether they care about human rights yeah. in other parts of the world Right, right. so despite whether some people care or not I think it should be there as part of creating a better world yeah, for the yeah, future yeah. and yeah. future generations I think it really first of all I think it's going to take time and I think it actually depends on other types of technology and things like social media as well. Like you said in the first episode, right? Um, Fashion, a lot of times, they only embark on these new technical journeys, if you can call them that, (laughs) um, if they get some sort of benefit out of it. And I think the only point when they'll actually get some benefit out of it is when customers start realizing and customers start sort of supporting brands that are ethical and boycotting ones that aren't. And to get to that point, I think it's consumers who first have to get to that point. And that happens through things like social media, awareness, education. And I think that might take a while.
In conclusion, fashion is to some degree behind the curve of tech innovation in comparison to other industries. In light of the issue fashion needs to address the most right now, which is sustainability, will blockchain be an antidote?